0: Morning. How are you? I am so happy to be here. It's really early on a Sunday, and I've got to get moving. (laughs) There's a lot going on today with my kids. Um, But I wanted to to pop in and say hi and to share um, some enthusiasm that I have based on a class I took yesterday. So I um, have been working really hard to be kinder to myself and one of those things is allowing myself a few treats here and there I feel like I don't often spend easily on myself I spend on myself but it's like always accompanied by like a lot of internal thoughts that are you know like I shouldn't be doing this or um especially this year, like, do I really have this in my budget? This seems frivolous. And I'm trying really hard to connect that pattern of thinking um, to the work I'm doing in recovery, which is, for me, um, an Al-Anon program. And so today what I wanted to talk about is a class I took yesterday on knitting vintage sweaters, and it made me so happy, and I'm so inspired, and I wanted to come and chat a little bit about that. So I guess the theme is going to be what it means to be staying in the present um, by indulging in thinking about the past. (laughs) Is that a bit too um, pat? I don't know. Maybe. But anyway, I'm Holly. I am so happy you're joining me. I'm so very grateful that you spent a little bit of time listening to me ramble about knitting and making and, and recovery. And for me, recovery is a 12-step program of Al-Anon. My partner is um, someone who struggles with alcohol addiction, and um, it's been really hard for me and my family. And I found my way into Al-Anon rooms about three years ago, and I found it really helpful as I try and navigate, you know, the family disease of alcoholism. So what I want to start off by saying is, again, thank you so much. So much of um, what I've learned about recovery has to do with creating community and telling your story and sharing your serenity, wisdom, and hope if you have any. (laughs) And I just, I think it's, um, again, I'm just so humble and grateful that That you all spend a bit of time with me. I also want to encourage you to take very much what you like and to leave the the rest behind, whether it's bad knitting advice or if it's, um, you know, aspects that just don't really relate to you about my story of recovery. And, um, yeah, I, I just am not speaking in any official way, but I am somebody who likes to connect the work, um, you know of of self and spirit to the practices of making so thank you so much for joining me here so I think this is going to be a really short one because um I'm knitting I don't have much to say about my knitting I'm I'm working on these two projects that are making me really happy but they're really slow going and I'm liking that I'm using stash yarn um which you know I love (laughs) to do um, one is, of course, a pair of socks. I continue to be obsessed with making socks. And I also continue to be obsessed with making, like, really challenging socks, which um, kind of defeats the purpose of socks. Usually I have, like, a pair of socks on the go um, as a kind of easy palette cleanser, a very simple pair of socks. But lately, <laughs> my sock patterns are really challenging. Uh, like, I had that crazy intarsia knitted pair of socks that just took forever which I love they're great and then um you know I balanced that off with a quick pattern and now I'm working on these really cool cable socks and you know last time I talked about how I wasn't quite sure if the yarn was working with it but I kind of um ripped back and started again and I I think I'm going to keep going but the Mostly because I'm really enjoying the construction. The construction's really unique. It's by a designer, a Japanese designer. I think her handle is Yuka Y-U-C-C-A, um, knits on Instagram. Um, I'll try and put this in the in the description because I just find there, that this designer's sock patterns are just really unique. I made last year I made her um, Naname socks which are just knit in a way that I have never (laughs) knitted socks before you begin at the heel Um, and this cable pattern is kind of the same. It is a toe up cable pattern and um, but it's not with a German um, short row heel. It's with a gusset and flap and like that is blowing my mind. I, I mean I guess that's not a unique maybe that's not a unique um style of knitting socks but it's like unique to me and so I'm really enjoying that but having that go alongside with a cable pattern is like a mental workout Um, and so I've just very slowly been making my way I'm still on sock number one um, and it's definitely going to be a labor of love Um, hopefully I'll like the finished product, but if not, hey, I've at least learned a new way to construct some socks. And then my other project is this lace cardigan that, again, is knit really, um, it's constructed in a really weird way. I've seen this pattern forever. I think it's called Hito Food, H-I-T-O-F-U-D-E, and it starts off as a bolero, and then you um, bind off and pick up stitches and then it becomes a kind of swingy lace cardigan and I had I've always been intrigued by it I'm not sure if it's going to be the most flattering thing it's really like an interesting construction so I'm doing it again kind of for the process I had I bought yarn for it so I'm you know years ago and then it just sat in my stash because I wasn't quite sure if the end result was going to be flattering and um that's kind of what, what, you know, circles back to what I wanted to talk about today. You know, that mindset of, is this going to be flattering on me? Which, of course, we want to wear our hand so We spend so much time on something, and it really does um, hurt when things don't look well um, as an end result. And I don't know, for me, some, sometimes it really does um, connect to that sense of shame, that, like, internal mechanism that just happens in my mind around my body and how I look and my appearance. Even as I've aged out of a lot of that, you know, it's kind of surprising to me how much it can rear back up. Especially now as I'm, you know, separated from my husband. I'm not sure if he's gonna be, you know, very much still, you know, in it with him in terms of my feelings. But he's not in any way, shape, or form moving towards recovery, and that's just really sad and it just has brought up a lot of that insecurity that I had when, you know, I was single. So anyway, what I'm saying is that some of this is about my body and my image. Um, and then other parts of it has to do with money as well. And so here's my thinking. As I said, I, I, Um, I'm really enjoying this sweater. I don't know if it's going to be flattering, and I don't know if it's going to come out well, but the challenge of making it is really intriguing to me, and I'm enjoying that. I love lace knitting, and so I'm working on that, and it's making me happy. And then the other thing um, about money is that, you know, I splurged, and I I let myself um, buy a class on knitting vintage sweaters. It's with somebody who... I'm sorry for the noise. My dog just came down here. So I love Sydney Squidney Knits. Uh, she's, you know, a, such a talented knitter. She knits a ton of vintage sweaters, mostly from the 30s and 40s. She is somebody who, like, dresses vintage and presents herself um, fully. She goes all in. And I noticed she was teaching a class on how to adapt knitting patterns from the past in order to you know make them in the present so how to read a a vintage pattern how to update the yarn how to do the knitting math and I just really wanted to do it and um, so I treated myself I spent a little bit of money on a class experience and I'm so happy that I did it because it was so inspiring I um, left completely filled with ideas about what I want to cast on. Um, One has to do with a gift. My sister and I, years ago, went to see the Elsa Schiaparelli shocking exhibit at the Philadelphia Museum of Art. And my sister loves art, and she loves fashion, (laughs) and she loves that um, very famous Schiaparelli sweater, which is a trompe l'oeil of a cravat. It has like its color work. Um, I don't think it's intarsia. I think it's like a, I don't know. I have to kind of think about this a bit, but I think it's stranded. Um, And anyway, it's beautiful. So while I was watching, and I know my sister loves it. I know it's classic and vintage and I've never, you know, I made my sister shawls and um, I think she would really love this as a sweater. So I kind of thought to myself, ooh, Maybe I'll gift knit a sweater for someone. That's not something I've ever done before. My sister is very much, um, I think, knit worthy, and I finally feel like I'm at a skill level where I think I can, I can pull this off. <laughs> I have to get her measurements, um, and that's going to be a little bit tricky, especially in COVID. <laughs> uh, anyway, but I, you know, I've had super fun um, just kind of starting to think about this process. So I can hear my family stirring. So I'm going to stop there. But I just wanted to, again, come in here, share some enthusiasm. I hope that you are allowing yourself um, to find a bit of joy and to stop some of the shaming practices, whether it's about money, whether it's about body image. Um, Yeah, I know I am, and I'm finding that to be one of the joys of recovery. The deeper I go in the work of my recovery, the more joy I'm finding in the small things so anyway I hope you're well I hope you're safe and I hope that you have beautiful materials to work with thanks bye